What's up, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Fitness Goal Friday, where today we're gonna talk about training versus overtraining and how to find the right balance. Hey, what's up, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Fitness Goal Friday. Today, I am talking to all of you go-getters out there. I'm talking to all of you overachievers out there, all of those people out of there that wanna get in the gym as frequently as they can week after week. And today, we're gonna talk about training versus overtraining and how to make sure we're finding the right balance. And the reason why I'm actually thinking about this today and why I'm bringing it up today is because I remember a past client who was asking me a lot about this. And I was talking about it with somebody at the gym today as well about how they said they haven't had a day off in in months. And they were wondering if they were going to take any days off during the holiday season. And they were asking me if I was going to take any days off during the holiday season and what I thought about that. And so I thought it was really important to discuss it on the podcast today. So the first thing that I want to say in regards to training versus overtraining is what is quote overtraining is based off of what you've been doing in the past. And so if your body is used to working out one time a week, but then you jump to six times a week for the next few weeks and your body has no experience doing that, then you might be overtraining. And actually before I even go further into that. I want to just really quickly touch on a story that I think is really relevant to this. And it was back when I had Jim Davidson on my podcast, who has climbed Mount Everest. And he talks about what you have to do when you climb Mount Everest. So if any of you guys are familiar with it whatsoever, all the climbers go to what's called base camp, which is already pretty high elevation, but they go to base camp. And then they go to camp, they climb up to camp one and they come down. And a couple of days later, they go to camp two and they come back down. And then a few days later, they go to camp three and then climb down. And only after they do all of that can they actually make the final push to the summit of Everest. And why is that? That's because their body does not have enough red blood cells when they first get to base camp to be able to make it physically possible to go to Mount Everest. They first have to go to those different levels of elevation to slowly build more red blood cells within them so that their body has the ability to transport blood and oxygen to the working muscles of the body and and, and to the heart as well. Because if you just tried to go from base camp all the way to summit, you would literally die. Like your body would not be able to do it because it hasn't had to do anything like that or near that in the past. Now, if you go from not working out or to working out one time a week to six times a week, you're not going to die, obviously. Well, probably not. Hopefully not. You know, you might say that you quote died, but you're not going to die. But that's, that's the whole thought. It's like you have to build up yourself. You have to build up your muscle. You have to build up your endurance before you go balls to the wall. So that's the first thing I wanted to say with regards to what is overtraining that is largely based upon what your body has been used to doing in the past. Next thing I want to talk about a little bit more technicalities in regards to actual training. And so one of the things that allows me to train very frequently, usually five or six or, or seven times a week or maybe more, is because I frequently train, switch up my training modalities. There will be a few days where I lift, maybe a couple days where I do cardio, maybe some days where if I'm with family over the holidays, I'm just doing a lot of push-ups and, and body weight stuff. Maybe some days I go to a group class, maybe some days I do boxing, maybe some days I do rowing. Like I train up my modalities a lot. And so I'm not working my muscle groups or my joints in the same way over and 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 over, and over again. And so that allows me to make sure I avoid injury. Like if you're only running, pounding the pavement for miles on end, week after week after week, you're probably gonna get injured. 
And if you're only doing heavy weightlifting multiple days, week after week after week, then you're probably going to get injured. The more that you can switch up the modalities, the better off you're going to be from avoiding overtraining because you're not training your body in the same way. Because that's essentially what overtraining is, right? It's like you're overtraining is you're training the body in the same way over and over and over and over and over and over and over again to where you break it down too much and it hasn't had a chance to rebuild and recover. So switching up your training modalities is super key. The next thing that I've kind of talked about a few fitness school Fridays ago is you want to try to drop the all or nothing mentality. So this guy that I was having the conversation with, he was asking, are you going to take days off during the holidays? And I was like, probably not. But it's not like I'm going to be doing crazy weightlifting. Like when I'm at the beach with my family over the holidays, there'll be days where I probably just go on some runs and do a lot of push-ups, like with my dad and brother, or maybe do some squats and some ab work. And so it might not necessarily look like a balls to the wall, 60 minute workout. Maybe it'll be a 20 minute run and then 300 push-ups. And so I'm okay with it not being all, but it's not nothing, right? It's still going to be 10 times better than nothing. So don't, don't think that it's either one hour of a run or one hour of lifting weights or one hour of this. Maybe it could just be 30 minutes of something where it's not too terribly strenuous on your body. So that's another thing. It doesn't have to be all or nothing. Another thing is when regard with regards to overtraining, a lot of times, you know, I coach at Orange Theory and I coach at Echelon and we have treadmills at Orange Theory. We got treadmills at Echelon. I teach stride classes there. We teach rowing at Echelon and rowing at Orange Theory. And so we're elevating your heart rate a lot as well. Not every single workout you need to have your heart rate at a super elevated state. And really every single workout, you don't want to have your heart rate at a super elevated state. Like at Orange Theory and at Echelon, a lot of people just think, I want my heart rate as high as I possibly can for as long as I possibly can. There's a time and place for that. But there's a lot to be said and a lot of benefits for spending time in the aerobic zone as well. And the traditionally phrased as the fat burning zone, just because you're using fats at a little bit higher percentage for your energy source rather than, than carbohydrates. But point being is you can overtrain by having your heart rate elevated as, at a super high level for your entire workout, for multiple workouts at a time, for week after week, for month after month. And you can, you can do that as well. So vary up where your heart rate sits throughout your workout to help avoid overtraining. And the, some other things that you can think about during your workout to help avoid overtraining is vary up your rep count. If you're a lifter, don't just do five reps for every single exercise, every single week of every single month of every single year. Go a span of four weeks, five weeks, six weeks of doing super heavy weights at five to eight reps or at two to five reps. And then switch it up. Go eight to 12 and then switch it up. Go 12 to 20. Switch up the muscular response and, and switch up how the muscle is being trained to help overtraining as well. And then you can switch up your rest times as well. You can switch up which muscle groups. That is absolutely huge, right? It's like I can train seven days a week if I know how to do it in intelligently. If I know that on Monday, I'm going to do my upper body push muscles. I'm going to do my chest and my triceps and my shoulders. And then maybe on Tuesday, I do all lower body. And then on Wednesday, maybe I do my upper body pulling muscles. And then on Thursday, maybe I do a strictly cardio workout. And then maybe on Friday, I maybe do a full body workout. And then maybe on Saturday, I'm okay to go back to upper body push again. And then on Sunday, maybe I do another cardio running workout or something like that. If you change up the muscle groups, then you're not going to be overtraining that particular muscle group for too long of a period of time. 
And then the last thing that I was thinking about during my actual workout today <clears throat> that helps me avoid overtraining is you want to make sure that within your workouts that you are not just always going balls to the wall with weights or cardio, but you're adding in some injury prevention and some mobility stuff. So if you're asking yourself, do I need to, should I go to the gym today? It's been 10 days in a row. The answer doesn't necessarily have to be no because it's already been 10 days in a row. The answer could be yes, but uh, I'm not going to pick a weight up that is over this weight. And I'm going to make sure that I add in more injury prevention stuff. I'm going to add in more mobility stuff. I'm going to add in more stretching and some foam rolling, right? So if you add in some of these injury prevention, some mobility, some flexibility type stuff, then you can still be active. You can still do stuff that will help you avoid overtraining certain muscle groups and overtraining your muscles in a particular way and, and, and help prevent overtraining your heart in a particular way as well. Last thing I'll say with this is, uh, I don't think this is the exact quote I've heard before, but this is the gist of it. Days off are inevitable. Again, days off are inevitable. Whether or not you take them is up to you. Meaning either you can intentionally take days off or you're going to overtrain to the point where you're going to be forced to take a day off because of an injury or because of a setback or because of an illness or what, what have you. So days off are inevitable. Whether or not you take them is up to you. I hope you guys felt like you got some value out of this and, and some maybe some strategies as to how to make sure that you don't overtrain if you are the person who loves to go to the gym. Like me, I just, I just feel better about myself having moved, but by switching up my training modalities, by making sure that it doesn't have to be all or nothing, by varying up where my heart rate lies, by varying up my rep counts, my rest time, my muscle groups, and adding in injury prevention and mobility, I'm able to ensure that I don't overtrain. Now, if you need some help and guidance with this, then I would love to help you. You can join the 10-week transformation program today at nickcarrier.com slash 10WT. And this is where I can really give you the right structure for you that allows you to get closer to the goals that you actually want to achieve yourself. Because if you want to achieve a goal, a prerequisite is essentially structure and accountability. If you don't have structure and accountability, you, <laughs> then the likelihood that you achieve your goal is second to none or you know close to zero. So, if you want to join the 10-week transformation program, then you can go to nickcarrier.com slash 10WT. I would love to provide you with motivation on a daily basis, and I would love to provide you with that structure and accountability that you need, that you would get fired up by, that would get you closer to your health and fitness goals. So go to nickcarrier.com slash 10WT. If you're in Nashville, then there's usually in-person groups going on. There's one that starts January 10th. And then if you're not in Nashville, then I would love to coach you virtually. I've had plenty of people go through it virtually as well and absolutely love it. I've had people go through it virtually multiple times because they loved it so much. And the only way it's different virtually than it is in person is instead of you working with me in person, I either send you workouts or I hold you accountable for maybe the group classes that you're going for or what have you. What the workouts actually look like will depend on kind of what you want to do and we'll figure that out as a team. And then we'll jump on a weekly call to uh, hold yourself accountable to making sure that you actually execute on that stuff. So if that sounds interesting to you, then go to nickcarrier.com slash 10WT. I would love to have you join. But I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode on training versus overtraining and how to make sure that you balance that out properly. Really important to get you closer to your fitness goals and really important to help you get closer and closer to your best you. <laughs>